Hello, welcome to another episode of Mommyhood to Menopause. It's Loren and Barb here. This is our ninth episode. It's hard to believe we had like kind of a break in the middle mm-hmm. of, you know, five and six, or maybe it was six and seven, but now we've got this flow going from home. Girl, I, I don't know if I would call it a flow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, I like flow one day and trip up the next, okay, but well today we, I'm on. We put the square peg in the round hole when we can. Right. <laughs> exactly. We just hammer till it goes in, right? That's right. So that's what you have to do right now, right? This is all exactly. about being very flexible and adaptable to our surroundings and our situations right now. Well, that obviously brings us to our first subject of the pros and cons of this situation and structure in this situation. I feel, um, I feel kind of down. Guess maybe it is connected to the normal. Like, mm-hmm. have you had a day like that yet where you're just like, I mean, Monday this week, I had like a little fit. Like I cried and I Aww. was just sort of like, yeah, well, it's weird. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, normally I'm like the endless optimist, but I was just like, this is just so, I don't like it and I'm I'm over it. I'm done with this. So yeah, I, I, think- I had 30 minutes and I just kind of, Felt it, you know? Sometimes that's all you need. But yeah, we're all going to have these ups and downs. I'm just coming off of a stomach flu that my son gave, just plagued our whole family with. (laughs) He had it Friday night. And then, you know, when I'm not kidding you, when I say he woke up, there was puke all over the bed. It was in his hair, mashed on his face, like could throw him in the shower. And then we put him in our bed and he proceeded to puke three more times. Oh, thank you for that, right? <laughs> I know. I'm like, we've gone through every piece of towel and linen oh. and bedding in this entire house. Like I have nothing else to put you in. And which is probably how I got sick. But my sickness didn't come until two days later. So Monday night I fell down and, you know, was nauseous and vomiting and I'll spare you all the details, but it took me down for two days. And I was, Barbara, I was telling you before we started recording, there was a point where I had quarantined myself in my room and made my husband sleep in the spare bedroom so that he didn't, you know, come down with it next. And I was so sick and hanging over the commode going, Oh my (laughs) God, I think I'm going to lose consciousness. Oh, that is the word. And you know, I mean, do you, uh, let's see, when I was pregnant, I, as long as I was eating, I was good. So do you think maybe it was like this circular thing since you're pregnant, you're getting sick because there's nothing on your tummy? Or do you think it was just all virus? I, I mean, I think that's a what came first, the chicken or the egg. I had not eaten anything in 48 hours when I had my first bowl of soup yesterday. But I knew, you know, you think to yourself like, okay, you're pregnant. You have to stay hydrated. If you can't hold anything down, you have to stay hydrated, which was making me throw up more. But the more I could get down and at least just hold it down for 20 minutes. My doctor said, if you can just hold it for 20 minutes, you're getting the baby some substance. So I would like pound Gatorade, wait 20 minutes and then be like, oh, literally watching my watch going, okay, you can't let this happen for five minutes. No, you're kidding. No. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I, I didn't sleep for 24 hours and then the last 24 hours, I still couldn't hold anything down, but I could at least sleep a little bit. So yeah, we're, we're all having some ups and downs. And I think that really yesterday was a rough day for me being quarantined. Cause I was like, I can't even go to my doctor, you know, like all this has to be done via telehealth over the phone or video conference or whatever. And who wants to like, I don't want to get on a video conference with anybody looking at right. DMS. Well, and you know, that that brings up an interesting perspective from my point. I had chemo yesterday 
And so you, I arrive at, you know, Levine Cancer Hospital and barely, I mean, literally one foot in the door and they are putting a mask on mm-hmm. you and taking your temp. And I just thought, you know, okay, great. I'm, I'm thankful on one, you know, in one area for it, but it's just, I don't know. It's like, you know, I think it kind of, it brought me down. It was like, wow, like yeah. this is, this is just, cause I was doing really well. Monday I, I sucked and then I got really great frame of mind. And then yesterday afternoon I was like, this is just, I mean, this is, it's getting almost, it's almost like, I think I'm in la la land sometimes and I can just be happy <laughs> in my own little, but when you go out or you get sick and you have to make a decision about, Hey, I can't go to the doctor it gets really real, yeah. you know, and you start realizing, I think that's, I guess for me, um, I, I, I thought, you know, gosh, what if something bad really happened and I had to have some help? Like, you know, you then you have to go expose yourself at an mm-hmm. emergency room or whatever. It's just all, it's a lot. And I think we're carrying a lot more of that than we realize, you know what I mean? Yeah. Emotionally. Everybody in my life goes zero to 100. Like my mom thinks I have corona the second I start puking. My husband thinks I have corona the second I'm like, can't get out of bed. Roy from the show is sending me memes of Cardi B going, coronavirus, coronavirus. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. There's a TikTok out with that. It's so funny. Yes. I I don't know that it's everybody in your family just right now because, you know, I have horrible allergies. I mean, I don't even know if you can like know how bad they are. They're just terrible. And so I, of course, am, you know, sneezing and I'm sounding stopped up and, and my kids who are, you know, who know me well enough to know, you know, I'm very strong. I can get through anything every day, at least twice a day. They're like, did you take your temperature? (laughs) And I'm like, you know, and I don't know if they don't want to be infected (laughs) or if they're really worried about their mom, but uh, it's just funny. I think we're all, it's in the back of our minds all the time, you know? Do you go and just grab your packages or do you let them sit? I've been letting my packages sit for two days. I am like, not kidding you, Barb, when I tell you there's a bottle of Lysol by our front door for packages. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. I won't even pick them up. Like I literally <laughs> just like, nope. And I got one in the other day from New York and I'm like, oh, that could be just coded. I'm just like, <laughs> no, I am not even picking that up. I just let it sit for two days. They say, you know, 72 hours. I figure it's been in route for at least, you know, 24 hours. So I yeah. should be clear on day three. Yeah. You know, I don't know because you watch the news and a, pe- a couple people from Amazon and Concord had the coronavirus. So then I'm, I mean, that's all I do is Amazon, but you, you try to keep things as normal as possible. Like we have our, uh, cleaning girls coming today at two o'clock and it's like, I mean, you want to keep people employed and things have to be done. And it's just, again, it comes down to the pros and cons of structure. It's just like being a parent, like the kids are out of school right now, but we can't just let them not learn for six months. So they're doing online schooling. And then as a parent, how much are you supposed to be a teacher versus a parent? It's interesting. You and I talked about balance before in a previous podcast. Well, this is like balance on steroids, right? Like, right. Exactly where does this end and this begin? It's insane. The other day I was out, um, my deck is just, I mean, really, like it's its a situation. And I thought, you know what? I am going to go and I'm going to order this bare deck up stuff from Bear Paint. And um, and because it's like, you know, it they give you a deglosser and it strips everything. So it sounded like not too much work. And my deck is pretty big. 
And so I bought all the paint and girl, literally halfway in, I'm like freaking coronavirus. If I did not, (laughs) I would call somebody yesterday to finish this project. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I started? Back when I was 20, I was so Martha Stewart, like always doing a tablescape with fresh flowers cut from the bushes in my backyard. And, you know, painting whatever the baby, you know, the baby's room or the bathroom mm-hmm. or, and now I'm just like, Oh, where's the money? Like I'll just pay somebody to come in. And I don't know. I think it's an age thing because it's almost like been there, done that. I know I can do it. Don't need to prove to anybody I can do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, Oh, wow. So yeah, I, I get it. I might be going over the edge. No, and <laughs> I, I don't think that you are. I mean, here's the thing. Look how quickly a norovirus knocked out my whole yep. family. You know what I mean? And like, how did that get in here? You know, Cash started with it. And then it went from me to Elena. My husband got a little bit of it. I think he just felt left out, quite honestly. <laughs> Because he didn't throw up at all. Um, right. You are like, throwing up. You know, yeah. get to work. Right. He's like, I'm so sick. I'm like, you're faking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to me. Right. Yeah. No, you know, what's interesting, too, is um, I, I always wonder, like, OK, so you don't have any symptoms and you haven't been around anybody, but can you carry it? Mm -hmm. You know, can you carry it and and not be symptomatic? You absolutely can. You can be asymptomatic and never catch it. That makes me, I think, even more so. Like, I'm just like, no one's, you know, no one's safe. We're safe. No, I just, I just don't want to, I'm just not taking a chance. I know. We still have to go to the grocery store though. Like things need done in like normal everyday life to, to make even quarantine work, you know? I know. Are you using Instacart? No. Okay. I didn't even know about this because I'm like, you know, so just deficient in app usage. But I'm going to start using that. I, I understand that it's really convenient. Uh, well, go ahead and explain it for maybe somebody who hasn't heard of this before. Well, it's an app that you download and they rep, you know, different companies that are local to you. And um, they charge like a flat. Now, from what I understand, I haven't put it into place yet. I'm going to actually do it today because supplies are getting low, but they implemented, um, I think it's a monthly fee, a flat rate. And so then you just order and it comes straight to your door. And that's like grocery stores. I think Costco is on there, just several, you know, places that we need right now. Mm -hmm. And so I was really, really excited about it. And, um, and I'm not a big, like, you know, I don't go to Harris Teeter and pick up my groceries in the drive-thru. To me, it's such an uh, inconvenience to have to sit and do everything online. I just as soon go and breeze through. Yeah. But for people who don't want to be around people, you know, like if you're like me and you have that extreme paranoia right now, I think it's an awesome thing. Uh, So some of the retailers, at least here in Charlotte, are Publix, Aldi, Food Lion, Sprouts, Total Wine. Hey, who knew? Yeah. That's <laughs> You're a welcome. necessity, right? <laughs> um, Costco, CVS, Sam's Club, BJ's, Petco. Um, so, I mean, they, they've got a ton on there to choose from. And really, I should have used this yesterday when I was laying in bed going, oh my gosh, I need, and I don't even know what acetaminophen is, to be honest with you. I just know that's the fancy name for it. I don't know if it's Tylenol. I know it's not That's aspirin. penicillin, right? No, it's no? It's, it's a painkiller. It's a, like a pain relief. But oh. you know when you get pregnant, they give you those cards that say like you can take these medicines only? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was on there and it was for pain. And I was in so much pain after throwing up for 48 hours. 
I was Ugh. like, oh my gosh, I just, I need this. And I didn't have anybody to go to the store for me. So I had to drag myself out of bed and go. But the- Girl, you should have called me. I'd have driven by and thrown it to your porch. <laughs> But this probably would have been a great opportunity to use this service. But I know like Harris Teeter is doing free pickups uh, where they typically do charge. They've, they're waiving that fee now. Well, you know, but I've heard, though, that to find stuff online, there's way. It's very difficult. I try. Yeah. Um, and I'm really funny about people picking my fruits and vegetables. Yeah. And I don't know. I am too. But if you need it, I guess it's a good, you know, and I think I love the way that, you know, brands are stepping up. Don't you love that? Like mm-hmm. it makes me so happy to see them. And I guess, I mean, obviously they're doing it for their benefit too. They want you to shop at their store right now when, you know, people are not out, but yeah. I just think it's great. I, I really, I'm appreciative. I'm actually like, I make a mental note of who's doing what just, just because, you know, I don't know. I like, I like to support brands that do care about their community. Me too. The one thing though, that I did read recently that is not freaking me out, but I'm, I'm definitely concerned about is that prices at the grocery stores are going to start to go up because the wholesalers don't have the restaurant business that they typically have. So they're having to charge more to the grocery stores in return. The grocery stores are going to have to be charging us more. Wow. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense. You know, yeah. I mean, are now, are you, are you ordering out a lot? I, I no. was doing that for a while and then I started getting paranoid about that. I'm like, well, how do I know that <laughs> the people, you know what I mean? It's this the same thing. Like, you know, you cycle. touch one, one person equals 200 people. I mean, to think that it's just that you're interacting with one person is just a joke. You're not. And so, yeah, I've, I've kind of cut that down too. Although yesterday, you're not going to believe what I did. I was coming home from chemo. This is horrible. Like I should not say this, but I will. (laughs) Um, So I'm driving home from chemo and I'm feeling really good because um, I got really sick last time. This time I, I prepped for that medically. And so Um, I'm just feeling like, yes, another one down. I feel fabulous, you know, and I went to Krispy Kreme. (laughs) Girl, I drove through Krispy Kreme. I could not. No. Oh, my word. That's horrible. I'm not exercising. Like, it's just. (laughs) What's it going to do? I mean, you Krispy Kreme one time. Okay. Okay. See what you don't understand. I didn't buy a donut there, Lorraine. Um, yeah, I bought a dozen and and had a couple of them on the way home. I mean, I don't know what my deal. I think I was just out. It felt like a party, right? So I needed party snacks. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, I I did break down and go to Krispy Kreme. That was instead of going to a, a restaurant and supporting some healthy place like Kava, I went to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> That's okay. Sometimes uh, you just got to do it for yourself. You got to do it, girl. I, I needed it. I needed the sugar rush. So, you know, we keep talking about, oh, we're stuck at home, things to do, whatever, whatever. But I did come up with, I, I just went back into my audibles. I download audibles and I listen to them when I drive to and from work typically. And now I haven't done it, you know, in over a month now. Do you miss it? The commute? No, no, no. The Just the, I guess... Not, it's not interaction, but I guess just the back and forth thing of people blogging and getting the information and, you know, that whole, do you miss doing that? You miss that time in the car when you actually have time to sit down and just listen? Yeah. I mean, the thing is now it's just different for me. So now I'm listening at like different times. So 
when I go to take a shower and blow out my hair, now I'll listen to my audibles or my podcasts. So, you know, it's just finding what you enjoyed fitting a different puzzle piece. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But I went back and, and looked if, if people are looking for books to download or things to binge. If you haven't read To Catch or Kill, oh my gosh, it's the Ronan Farrow story about him trying to bring down the network and Harvey Weinstein. And it Oh, is, I've not read it. Oh, Barb, it's an amazing book. Like one of those you can't put down? Yeah. Is it big? Is that thick book? Uh, I downloaded it on Audible. I don't know if it'll tell me how long it was. I mean, it took me probably, I don't know, you think 30 minutes to work, 30 minutes back. Probably took me a week and a half to get through. That's not, not too, too bad, bad. actually. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's not too bad. Mm-mm. I read the Inside Out memoir from Demi Moore, which was how really was good. How was that? That was good? It was good. You know, it's it's interesting to hear her perspective of what happened she had a really, really tough childhood, like a really tough childhood. And to see kind of where she came from and where she is now, and I don't want to say like the kind of mom she is, because she is, I mean, at the end of the day, I like to think we're all good moms, right? We just had different routes to get there. And she shows her love differently than her kids expect her to show love, and they had to all learn and, and kind of cope through that whole thing. But she was, I mean... She was addicted to drugs. There's a part in the book that's really heavy where she talks about she thinks that her mom basically sold her. What? Yeah. Like this guy comes that her mom was kind of dating comes in and like basically rapes her. And he was like, well, what do you think about your mom giving me 200 bucks to come here or me giving your mom 200 bucks to come here? I don't remember the exact amount. And like, this is okay. And it's just, it, it it really was like a very tumultuous relationship between her and her mom. And then to see how that didn't directly affect her children, but definitely did affect her children in the way that she loved them was very interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. I would like to read that. I love to read like an autobiography about people because you, it's, it's almost like it sheds a light mm-hmm. on, you know, why they do what they do. Yeah. I think it gives us all a little more. I like to think that it gives us a little more grace for people. Yeah. You know, I, I will say I liked Demi <clears throat> Moore's memoir better than I liked Jessica Simpson's open book was okay. I thought it was very juvenile juvenilely written juvenile I don't know and I so this is really really interesting but I mean think about that like you know what I mean like to me when you say Jessica this is horrible but I feel like there is no depth there at all I mean I barely want to buy her shoes just because (laughs) I'm like oh my gosh get a brain like it just she just really bothers me so I think when you read the book you will have a little bit of a different view of her but the interesting thing to me was she talks about alcoholism a lot in the book, and I downloaded and listened to this book. And there are definitely points in the audiobook, she's reading it, and I'm thinking to myself, you sound drunk. No way. Yes. And I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I look too far into things. But yeah. there were points where I was like, she's kind of slower in her words. I think, I don't think she's drunk. I just think she's stupid as a stick. It drives me crazy. Like I'm not, I'm, I mean, you know, and I'm not, 
not based on the show, really. You mm-hmm. know, I, it's not even that little ditzy thing that she plays. Yeah, I she mean, says I she just, plays into that a lot too. Yeah, I think she does. But to me, it's like you, you are, you're, and I don't like that. I, I mean, it's really funny how it's not like I just roll my eyes. It irritates me. I'm mm-hmm. just like, then go read, go, you know, I don't know. That's horrible. But that that's yeah i couldn't yeah. i couldn't do that i would like to read the demay warren though that sounds interesting to me yeah that was a, a pretty good book and then two if you're just not like a memoir but you kind of like a little action and maybe you're somewhere in between can't hurt me which is a very motivational book by david goggins he was a navy seal who grew up in a really bad environment and like basically beat all the odds and then no easy day which is the first hand account of the mission to kill Osama bin Laden i'm in the middle of that one right now and i can't wait oh that down. would be good is it good that sounds good it's really good now are you a big do you watch documentaries or you would rather would you rather sit down and watch a documentary or would mm-hmm. you rather listen as you like shower I don't know. I think I enjoy both. I will say I enjoy movies that are based on true stories more than a fictional story. Yeah, I love that too. I love a document. I, I, I'm not as much into the audibles as you are. I love though to sit down and watch, you know, a Netflix documentary. Like, have you watched Lost Girls? No. What is that? (gasps) Oh, I just finished that. That's on Netflix too. So that is the story about all these prostitutes that went missing in, I think it's New Jersey. And this one girl goes missing and her mom is like ready to fight and advocate for her because the news basically doesn't care because they're all ladies of the night. And they find out that there's been some serial killer living on this island, like feasting on prostitutes. And it's so good. If you haven't seen it, you've got to sit down and watch it. It's really a good movie. And it's only like an hour and a half. That sounds so good. Like, I mean, for some reason, I love, um, I love that kind of thing. I love to, and I think it's because the walk that people, you know, their life is so different. Yeah, I love a good documentary. Have you seen the one on Aaron Hernandez, the ex-Patriot football player? Yes, it's amazing. Girl, he is so pitiful. I mean, and dumb, I, I just thought, please, you've got to be kidding. Like, surely you understand that they're videotaped everywhere. Um, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, right. come on, if I, were, if I was going to kill you. <laughs> well, it was I his would... videotapes that really condemned I him in, in the end. But he yes. was uh, convicted of first degree murder. And it, he goes through this, it goes through the life the death, the career, the documentary, his sexuality, like everything. And you think like there's these points in the documentary where you sympathize with him and then he goes and and commits this heinous, these heinous crimes. And you're like, no. And, and honestly, like looking back on it, you're like, he was struggling so much with his sexuality that maybe if he had just come out and said, I'm gay, none of, you know, none of this other stuff would have played out. Well, and I mean, I so much in that documentary that I was not expecting his relationship with his family. I mean, I just thought, oh, my word, like, no wonder you have no regard for other people's lives. And you, you know, he was just he really he really was messed up. And and it just it, I think, again, it pulls that right back up to, you know, it gives you such insight to maybe why some people do what they do or why they act the way they act. Mm-hmm. I think as, um, you know, especially as women, we take so much personally, you know, 
And it, 98% of the time, it has nothing to do with us. Right. You know, it, it's not about you. And um, and just to have that insight to somebody else's life, it, I think it helps me keep life in perspective as far as that kind of thing goes. It, it was really amazing. Have you, did you see um, O.J. Simpson? Did you watch that one? I did watch that one as well. But there were so many. And I'm not saying that that whole situation was convoluted, but as many documentaries that were out, like you can say, did you watch the OJ Simpson documentary? And I could say yes and not know which one you're talking about. You know, that is true. Yeah. I was thinking about the one with, um, I'm trying to think, you know, the David Schwimmer from friends. He was on that Uh one. Okay. I thought it was really good. Did you see there was a, I can't remember which one it was. And I'm I'm sorry, if you want to watch it or binge watch it, you're probably going to have to Google it. But there was an actual interview where he kept saying, if I had done it, this is how I would do it. And he was like slipping back and forth between these like two characters in your head. And I'm like, it is so obvious that this man is bipolar and that he killed Nicole Simpson Girl, in a I different mean, yeah. personality. Like how, how was he not convicted? He, he 100%, he snapped. I mean- mm-hmm. You know, I, I, and in the other end of that too is, and I know this sounds crazy because everybody was like, you know, and it is so sad. Don't get me wrong, but you do feel sorry for that person. You know, um, he sort of just flipped into, like you say, that other personality, and then your whole life is just is, is changed. I mean, I I think that's it. Amazes me. Um, I guess if you've ever had a moment where you've gotten really angry or um, you know, really emotional, you think, wow, like that's how it happens, Mm -hmm. right? Like people just have that moment, they flip and, and things happen that they can never take back. And it, it, it really gave me a lot of sympathy for him. I mean, which is so weird. Yeah. And OJ too had this like super charismatic personality that I don't want to say like, Well, I will say it. It put up a facade for people because he like won them over. Like you, Wendy Williams even said this, I think one time she's like, I interviewed him and I walked into the situation like already hating him. And by the time we were done with our interview, I felt myself liking him. And well, that's a, that's like a, um, it's a sociopath. Yeah. That's going to say a sociopath and a narcissist. I mean, that is the key element to them is that you are charmed. I mean, it's manipulative. Right. Pulled right in. And you almost think there's no way this person could be that other person. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so yeah, that, that gives me the creeps. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it does because those people are Roman. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I've met a couple of those. So, you know, it's very scary, but yeah, there's some really good ones. I, um, I finally finished Tiger King. Oh, good. So girl, no, it was so, oh my gosh. Like, if you think it can't get any worse, <laughs> Do you, it just does. It keeps getting worse. Did you know they're coming out with another episode? No. Yes. So I think it's it'll either be when we release this podcast the week after, um, but there's supposed to be another like bonus episode that they're going to release on Netflix due to like the popularity of the show. Hey, have you seen Love is Blind? No. It's on my watch list. Oh, girl. Okay. So... I just know, like, I'm not a big dating TV show person. Like, if I get sucked into the first couple episodes, then I have, you know, I'm obligated. I got to see what <laughs> happens, right? But um, my daughter said, a, a good friend of hers said, oh, this is something that you're going to hate that you love it, but you're going to love it. And it is 
it's I watched every moment of it. <laughs> I mean, I binge watched that thing. And that's not something I normally would do. It is really, really good. Is it just one season? Yeah. It's, uh, and in fact, I, I mean, this is how much I liked it. I was digging for season two. <laughs> I was like, is there not is there not a season two out yet? But it's really good. It's interesting. Um, I don't know. You know, you, you find yourself being a cheerleader for some of them and kind of analyzing their personalities and deciding who's going to stay together. But yeah, it's very good. You have to watch that. And um, are you a Housewives watcher? So I love the Housewives. I will never sit down or record it. But if I'm sitting down and it's on, I get sucked in. I cannot stand it. I love it. Like I'm just so Beverly Hills Housewives. That's coming out um, new season on the 15th, I think, of April. So literally, that's sad, but I'm like, yay, I can't wait. Like, it's something I can actually record and watch. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. And a lot of these things, like, we're going to – I mean, I hate to say, like, we're going to start running out of stuff to watch. But, like, The Voice, uh, American Idol, all those are going to come to an end because they've – like, they can only go up to what they've recorded and they can't do the live shows anymore. So – like what happens then, you know? I know, right? Honestly. I think it was Empire isn't getting a seasons or a, a series finale. Grey's Anatomy is just going to stop at this point. My poor au pair, she loves it. Like Thursday is her jam. She wants to sit I'm down telling and watch Grey's. Do you watch it? I used to. Kind of fell out of it. I'm not big into anything on TV currently, which is why I like the whole Netflix things because I can sit down and watch it when I have a moment. Yeah. Do you know, did you hear about this thing coming up? It's I think it's April 18th. And it's, um, I saw it on Jimmy Fallon. Lady Gaga was oh, on yeah. there talking about it. Did you see that? Yeah, there. Um, it's going to be a huge benefit for Corona. But right. Lady Gaga is kind of the, the person behind this. But it's going to be like, Fallon and two other late night hosts. Yeah, I I, I was watching and it's, uh, it's April the 18th is when it comes out. And they have sponsors like IBM. Apple is donating $10 million. Mm-hmm. So the, I thought it was amazing. I was so happy about it. And all the major networks are hosting it. It's not like it's, it's going to live on one network, which is really cool. Right. I thought it was really, really interesting that uh, some of the people that are going to be on there, John Legend, Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. I think Elton John, the Jonas, I don't know if the Jonas Brothers or maybe just one of them, um, Keith Urban, but, and yeah, Jimmy Fallon and a couple, yeah, you're right, a couple other of the late nice hosts are going to are gonna be a part of it. But um, I thought it was really cool. I can't wait to see it. I love that kind of thing. It's called One World Together at Home if you want to watch yeah. it, which will be really cool. Um, and I'll be interested to see how they do this too because it's not like they are going to actually share a stage. You know, they're going to all have to be at like their individual homes or sound yeah. stages or, you know, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see how this will go down. And speaking of that, have, did, have you been watching Jimmy Fallon? Like, have you been watching the late night Girl, at I'm all? never up that late. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's true. Okay. So I used, I love, I'm a big Jimmy Fallon lover. Like I just love him. He just seems like the nicest guy. I think he's funny and very talented. So I want to watch him and he's been doing the show from his home. And it's just, I don't know what my problem is. I just can't get into it. Like I, so you say that about this one world together and I'm like, Ugh, you know, yeah, <laughs> I you hope, hope it's, it's not really like good. that. Yeah. It's just like, it's sort of, 
I don't know. It's dry and it's almost. Um, he has nothing to feed off of. I was watching him because he he's going to be hosting Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And he was like doing a round with his kids. I just saw a little clip online. And, you know, his two-year-old is like not into it all. And then his little girl is like wants to answer all of the questions. So, I mean, what do you do in a situation like that? You have nothing to feed off of. Yeah, I mean, I, but I just, I, I don't know if maybe I would feel better if they actually did it. And I don't know if they can do it at studio and just do a laugh track. Like, I just want, I don't know. It, it's almost like it makes me depressed. I'm like, oh God, Jimmy, <laughs> you're just like me. <laughs> you know, you're home, you're alone. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, enjoy your weekend. Have, you know, try to watch that one world together at home this weekend and be present and love your family and try not to kill them. <laughs> Uh, that is great. And it's such a way to sign off. Try not to. Yeah. We don't want to see a documentary about you, right? Right. You guys have a great week. Stay safe and stay well.